want kids. I want a family. I want to be a mum. That's all I've ever wanted. Hey, my name's Ryan, and that was my beautiful girlfriend, Bridget, and this is a podcast called Am I Ready to Be a Father? If this is the first time you've listened to this podcast, you might want to head back to episode one and start this story from the start. If you're up to date and heard the last episode, episode nine, you would have heard my beautiful girlfriend, Bridget, tell me what she would think if I told her I didn't want to have children. I suppose if you just kept making excuses about money and where we are and, uh, you know, our situation and having the right house and and all of those things that you sort of come at me with, which I, I do, I understand. Um, I suppose if you made me wait too long and then it didn't happen, yeah, I'd be really, really, really disappointed, really... I, I think I'd be quite angry at you, actually, because I've given you at least two years now. And I think that it would be quite unfair for you have, to have strung me along in such a serious relationship for you to at the end just go, oh, nah, I don't think so. I've had a lot to think about over the last few months. I'm out of contract at the end of the year and for me the thought of starting a family when I didn't even know if I'd have a job, ugh, it made me cringe and I was really uncertain about that. I've got an honours degree in finance and I've worked in banks and an accounting firm, so quitting that career to go and do country radio and join the crazy radio circus, I don't know, it was pretty scary. Now, some people, some people might call me a tight ass, but I prefer to say that my experience in accounting and finance has made me financially conservative. My first radio job earned me about 20% of what I was earning in finance. Country radio doesn't pay very well, but I got to do radio for a job. How awesome is this? And I dreamed that one day I'd make it back to the big city and start maybe earning some decent money again. But it was just that. It was a dream. I honestly never thought it was possible for a non-celebrity to get a Capital City primetime slot. It's normally former footy players, former reality stars, famous comedians and big personalities. But I guess just having a dream and enjoying making radio was enough to keep me going. It's pretty simple and it's pretty easy when you've only got one mouth to feed, but suddenly the thought of feeding two and probably three mouths, that's made me a little bit more nervous. Earlier this year though, January 5th to be exact, I was hanging out with a few mates in a bar in Lonsdale Street in Melbourne. On my way home, I was walking through the city and for some reason I recorded this. So I just had a few beers uh, with some guys and they mentioned that the boys over in Perth are looking to wrap it up this year and I just, that would be the dream gig. I don't think I'm probably at that level and even so it's probably... I know it's probably a, a footy player or a reality star or, I don't know, it's bullshit radio sometimes, but, yeah, Bridget really loves Perth and the beaches and all the wineries and yeah, that would be, um, be pretty good, I reckon, but, yeah, bloody radio, it's going to be tough. That was right at the start of the year and a few weeks ago I got the phone call and bang, I got it, <laughs> I got it. Ironically, of my two other co-hosts, one was on Big Brother and the other played AFL, but I got it. Bridget was about to walk in the door and I was nervous and I was excited to let her know the news. However, she'd just been shopping and had her own stories to tell. You know, I've been looking for pants the whole time. Sweet, that's what you wanted. I know, I found them in Zara. <laughs> and just when I thought I could drop the news, Bridget starts another story. 
So I was in the Chelsea shop mm -hmm. and the guy gave me good service. Like he let me leave to go to, like he like talked me through everything. I was like, sweet. I won't make you listen to the whole story because it went for hours and was awful. <laughs> but finally her tale ended and I got to tell her. You can hear how nervous I am. I sort of know she's going to be excited, but I don't quite know how to tell her. Do you want to go out for dinner? Yeah. Where do you want to go? I kind of want to get a Kokomo because I've never been. Is that like the hula? Yeah. Hawaii. Da, 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 da. Asking why we're going out for dinner. Oh. Why are we going out for dinner? Because we're celebrating. What? What are we celebrating? Do yes. you get proof? <laughs> oh my god, why did you let me go through that whole page? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I called my mum to tell her that, yeah, I've just achieved my life dream. She was so sad. I called her and I said, Mum, I have news. And she replied with, Oh my God, is Bridget pregnant? I said, No, 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 that's not it. She goes, Oh my God, you're engaged. Congratulations. No, 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 Mum, I, I got the job in Perth. I, I got that Metro breakfast shift I've always wanted. Ah, oh, she replies, But no, no kids or weddings or anything fun like that. Most conversations between Mum and I are like that now. So you were thinking of going on holidays in July? Yeah, well, I booked a holiday in July and I'm going to Broome and I only booked the um, flight over so I can come visit you. But I was thinking, if do I need to consider, if I book another holiday, do I need to consider, is there something planned in New Zealand? So you think Bridget and I are going to get married in New Zealand, so is that why you're asking about holidays in New Zealand now? Maybe that would be nice, wouldn't it? What? <laughs> what did you? What did you call and ask before you booked that broom trip? Oh yeah, same thing, same story. Uh, I, so, is there anything happening in July? Yeah, is there anything I, happening in July that I need to know about or plan for next year in 2018? And you said no, and I went, oh, all right, I'll book a holiday. <laughs> I've never heard anyone so sad to book a holiday. Yeah, I know that would be nice. So. I was thinking New Zealand would be a lovely place to go and I don't want to book a holiday and then two months later you decide to have a little special wedding over there. You want to, you want to do, do them both at the same time? Well, yeah, that'd be a good idea. That'd be economical, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> this one job is really just that. It's just one job. But so many of my fears about having a family and having children have been quashed by getting it. What if I don't have a job next year? Well, now I do. What if I don't have time to achieve my dreams? Well, I've got my dream job, so that's fine. Can we afford to have babies? Well, we should be fine for now and we'll figure out the rest. Will I still have enough time to make a great radio show? Well, the new station has a team of 10, so I'm sure we'll figure something out. But will I ever be able to get enough sleep? No new parent gets enough sleep, Ryan, so get over yourself. I've written Bridget a letter. Well, actually, I've written Bridget two letters. And now I'm getting her to read them out. you got to choose if you want letter number one or letter number two. Can I read both? Yeah, but which one first? Oh. 
I don't know. I feel like I want the bad news first so that I end on the good news. This is when I find out that you are indeed not ready to be a father. So which one did you want first? <laughs> you want to end on the good news? Yeah. You got to read it out loud. Okay. Dear Bridget, thanks for being so honest and patient with me. When I hear the gate click when you come home, it still makes me smile because I'm always excited to see you. You're like a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Us being together and living together has been the best, and I'm pumped to move back across the country with you. So am I. We're going to live by the beach. Yeah. Thanks for supporting me and having my back and encouraging me to chase my dreams. That's what I'm supposed to do, right? Yep. Without you, I don't know where I'd be, who I'd be, or how I'd be. But with you, this nerdy former accountant achieved his dream of doing Capital City Radio. Congratulations. Thanks, baby. You always play it down, but I really couldn't do it without you. I couldn't do it without you either. I'm super pumped to move into this next chapter side by side with you. Sometimes just having that one person in your corner makes all the difference. I'm going to cry. (laughs) You've helped me achieve my dreams. And now I want you to achieve yours. And it's not just because I feel like I owe you. I want to do this as well. I want to do this together. Am I ready to be a father? Well, no one can ever be completely ready, but I'm ready to give it my best shot. You mean it? Mm-hmm. I thought this was supposed to be the bad one. You haven't seen the next one yet? I love you, Bridget Rudder. I love you so much, and I want us to be a family. I want to be a dad, and I want to see you be a mum. Any person would be super lucky to have you as their mother. They can't read because I'm crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the most caring, beautiful soul in the world, and you'll be the best mum ever. Bridget, will you have babies with me? <laughs> yeah. You love babies with me? Yeah. <laughs> I feel so silly for crying. <laughs> Tell me what you're thinking. I honestly didn't know where your thought processes were going to lead you to. What do you think I was going to do? Keep making excuses. <laughs> what do you think of my letter? It was beautiful. You promise? Yeah. Do you want to read the other letter? I don't know, do I? You yeah. said that was the bad news. No, the, the other one's just better. Okay, how can it be better? It's funny you mentioned that. <laughs> you have to read all of it. Okay. But seriously, do you want to have babies with me? Because if you do, I'll meet you upstairs in three, two, one. You're an idiot. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this podcast called Am I Ready to Be a Father? 
That's the end of season one, but I guess there's a lot that's got to happen between just deciding to have kids and the day they're born. So hit subscribe because I don't know how and I don't know when the next episode will be, but I'll be keeping this updated as the story continues. Thanks so much for listening and taking an interest. If you could rate and review this podcast on iTunes, it would be awesome. Thank you so much to Jimmy Barnes, Eddie Maguire and Jordan Watson, the How to Dad guy, for being guests on this podcast. Thanks to parenting expert Justin Coulson for being part of it as well. And thanks to my mates Liam and Max for being on this season and my radio co-host Tanya Hennessy as well. Thank you so much to Brody Green for mixing all the audio and doing all the music. What a banging job he's done. Ironically, at my new job in Perth, Brody will be the direct competition just across the street. So I look forward to that. And thanks to my girlfriend, Bridget Rodder. Bridget was really unsure about airing our conversations and our thoughts. She was a bit scared that there might have been a bit of feedback that she didn't like and people wouldn't like her. But she's been pleasantly surprised by how many people have messaged through with positive and supportive comments. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for being in my life, Bridget. I'm super pumped for us to move to this next phase of our life together and I'm really looking forward to seeing you be a mum. I love you, Bridget.